0: philosophers ask the same questions. In all times, in all places, for all men, the mysteries remain. What is life? What is death? From whence do we come and where do we go? The ignorant barbaric savage bows to the sun and says, behold, God. Whereas we, sophisticated, civilized, Consider the sun as energy expressed in formulae and equations. But do we really know any more about the sun than he does? Okay, Georgie, the case is closed. No, Captain Prescott, the case is still wide open. But we got the killer. We don't have the killer. We've 100 people saw him pick up that knife and stab her with it. He didn't do it. Not only did 100 people see him do it, he also admits he did I it. still say he didn't do it. Are you telling me that 101 people are crazy? I don't know what they saw. He did not kill his wife. Okay. I'll go along with it. Who did? The high priest of the wolf clown. Is that right? Who is this high priest? I don't know. Oh, well, so you don't know. Do you maybe know where we could find him? You can't find him. That's impossible. Oh? Is it? Why? He's been dead for maybe a thousand years. But he's your killer, Captain. Our mystery drama, The Night of the Wolf, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Michael Tolan. We are in a bright, bustling city in our own southwest. A new city, but an old settlement. Almost a 100 years before the Pilgrims landed in Massachusetts, the Spanish adventurers came here in quest of gold. And when they found none, they went away. Mm -hmm. After a while, the Conquistadors were succeeded by a new breed of explorers who understood that gold doesn't have to be hard and yellow. Gold can also be liquid and black. And thus, a new city was built here. A gleaming city of metal and glass. A new city, but not the first city. For thousands of years, men of many kinds and various colors have built cities here. Cities that have flourished and vanished. Right now, it is an early evening during the spring, and we find ourselves in a museum gallery, which features an exhibition of the primitive cultures of those early years.
1: Terry? Yeah? Fix your top shirt button. But it's hot in here. Close your collar and pull up your tie. You look like an
2: ape. Okay. Don't embarrass me in front of my friends. Oh, hello, Colonel Mativa. Hello.
1: Terry, don't look so bored. I don't look like nothing. A little culture won't kill you. Why do you make me come to these things? Because everyone who is anyone is here. Yeah, yeah, okay. And will not to touch. A drop. Now, look. You ought to keep away from the refreshment table. Do you understand? No. In a moment, Colonel. Colonel McKeever wants to ask me something. Uh,
2: Terry, Hmm? can I trust you to stay here? Of course. Don't wander off and make a fool of yourself. And don't touch a drop of liquor. Okay. Terry? Terry? Oh, why do I always have to look for you? Colonel McKeever wants to talk with you. Yeah, yeah. Harry, what are you staring at? What's so fascinating about that shabby old thing?
1: It looks like a little old lady's faded bathrobe. Well, it isn't. Oh, of course it isn't. I can read.
2: Ancient ceremonial robe. Said to belong to a high priest of the Wolf Clan. Possibly Mojave or Kindred Tribe. Well, what's all fired interesting about it?
1: Shut up. What did you say? I said, shut up. Do do you mean you're telling me? Who says I can't tell you to shut up? I warn you, Terry, do not make a scene. You know something? I think I will make a scene. Terry, have you gone back? Maybe. Let's get out of here quickly. We won't even wait for the car to come. We won't. We'll a cab and a cab. And what? I'll take you to a doctor. Why? Because something has come over here. <laughs> Maybe something has. Well, people are starting to scare at us. Well, so what? Terry! You! Hey, you over there! What are you looking at? Terry, you're embarrassing me. me. I mean you. You! The fat slob with a face like a pig. fever! I'm not know what you're doing all. Terry, we've got
0: to leave! Enid, we
1: ain't going nowhere. I demand that you... Shut up! Well, what are you looking at, huh? You know me? I'm Terry Jessup. Ten years all pro middle linebacker till I busted my knees. And I got so scared... But I had to marry this witch, Broad. Terry. I, Terry, you good man. I let her father buy me. I let her old man buy me. Terry, and you old, me. Don't, don't ruin me. you me. You and your old man, you used me. My name, my reputation, you used me to sell at that crooked... Yours, those dry wells. Please, please, somebody call an ambulance. I get a in the world because of you. Are we terribly That's evil. why. That's why. I'm going to kill you. Go away, I'll take anybody in half who tries to stop me. him put down that Nice That's knife. A thousand years old. Still good. The point. Look, The point. It's still He killed her! I told you. Yeah. I killed her. I killed her. Logan, somebody ought to to call the cops. I don't know why, Lieutenant. I,
0: I don't know. Just answer this How long have you wanted to do it? Why, I never wanted to do it. I, I just, I... Yeah? Well, something just came over me, I'll you. That's not true. I swear, Lieutenant... Now, you forget you killed her in front of a hundred witnesses. You said that her old man bought you.
1: I never said any such thing. Now, don't
0: fight it, Terry. A hundred people hurt you. But I don't remember saying it. Do you believe it? I don't believe it. Why would I... You said they used you to sell a phony stock. Well, how could... Terry, I... I wouldn't say this if I didn't get it from people who were standing there. You said that you lost all your real friends because of them. That's crazy. That's what you said. Well, how could I say a thing like that? I was in love with her. Still in all, Terry. You killed her. Why? I... I don't know. I... I was so much in love with her, Lieutenant. I mean it. She was the kind of woman that I wanted all my life. Girl with class. Sure. But those words you said to her, that anger that made you say them, where did the words and the anger come from? I'm telling you, I don't know, Lieutenant. I must have been out of my head. Sure. Something, something
1: came over me. What? I got scared. It was like nothing I ever felt
0: before. Like what?
1: Something in that place.
0: Just something in in that museum. Something wild. Come on, Terry. What could be wild in a museum? It it, it was like... It was like something set my mind on fire. And the words, the words... Everybody heard me say. I I didn't even know I was saying them. And did you know you killed her? It was like something had
1: to be uh, driven out of me. You understand? No. Something that
0: was wrong. Something had to die and... And if she wasn't standing there, I would have killed myself. Yeah, yeah. There's something in that place. Sure. Believe me. you got to believe me. I'm not the one who has to believe you. A judge and a jury has to believe you. It's in that place, Lieutenant. Something is in that place. Now, Miss Atkins, you were here last night. You saw what happened.
2: I've already told you, Lieutenant.
0: Terry Jessup says that something came over him.
2: Oh, I'm sure something did.
0: He says something in this place, something here in this museum, drove him wild.
2: Something in here?
0: Yes, Miss Atkins. Now, what is there here that could do that? Look for yourself.
2: We have pictures on the walls, we have some sculptures, some artifacts.
0: Has anything unusual ever happened here before?
2: Well, now, what unusual thing could ever happen in a museum?
0: Yeah, that's what I figured. Well, Miss Atkins, I guess that's all. Although... Uh, yes?
2: Well, this is of absolutely no use to you in terms of last night, but, well, we, we did have an incident here, oh, well, three weeks ago. We had a fist fight. A what? Uh-huh. There were a party of four, two men, two women, and suddenly the men started a violent fight. Unfortunately, the guards were able to restrain them. Well, what did you do? Well, the guards hustled them out of the building. But the two men kept going at it on the street. Finally, the police came. And then what? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Just that you asked me about unusual things. And since we have so few of them, well, almost anything would stick in my memory. Yes, it, it was exactly three weeks ago. And... And and then there was another incident. When? Well, that's the peculiar thing about it. It was just about... No. It it, it was exactly three weeks before that. You sure? Yes, I remember because it was the first of the month. And the first day of this special early American Indian exhibit.
0: What happened?
2: Well, there was a man. And he was standing... Well, right where Jessup was standing. And also right where those other two men were standing. The exact same spot. Uh, he was an elderly, dignified, well-dressed man. And all of a sudden he shouted, I'm wrong, I wasted my life. And and, and with that he emptied his pockets. He threw his watch and his ring and all his money away. And then he started to take off his clothes. And then what? Well, the guys just restrained him and he was taken to the hospital. So, well, all I can deduce from all of this is that Every three weeks for the last nine weeks, we've had some kind of violent situation. Does any of this help you?
0: It's interesting, but I I don't see where it can take us.
2: Oh, well, I'm sorry you couldn't learn anything, Lieutenant Miller. Do you have any further questions?
0: Just one. What time do you get off? Six. That's uh, exactly... Fifteen minutes from now.
2: Mm-mm. You'll watch it slow. It's less than ten.
0: How about some dinner?
2: But you've never asked.
1: Oh. Oh, Georgie?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's me. Did I, uh, did I wake you? Oh,
1: no.
2: Oh, had your supper?
0: Uh, yeah. What did you eat? Oh, I don't know. I just grabbed this sandwich on the run.
2: Oh, you shouldn't do that, Georgie. You've got to have a balanced diet. That's why I'd like you to eat at home when I can make sure. Okay, Myra. Did you put the money in the checking account? Georgie, you've got to talk to Jerry. He won't do his homework, and the teacher sent home another note. Jenny has to see an orthodontist, I think.
0: Okay, okay. I'll take care of everything when? Starting Sunday. I get three days off.
2: No, you never take your time off. I can't
0: just walk off in the middle of a case, Myra.
1: Where were you tonight?
0: (laughs) Where was I tonight? Where do you think I was tonight? I was with some beautiful blonde, we had cocktails and dinner, then we went dancing afterwards at a nightclub, and then we wound up the evening in a bachelor pack. I'm
2: sorry, Georgie. Oh, I know it sounds like I'm nagging you all the time, but there's just too much for me to do around here, all by myself. I know,
0: I know, but honey, once I make captain, you'll see, everything will be okay.
1: Hmm, you used to say that before you made lieutenant.
0: Yeah, but just wait, everything will work out.
2: Sure, I know it will. I'll tell you what, I'll make us a snack and we can sit up and talk. Now, honey,
0: I'm, uh, I'm beat. It's been a long, long day and i got to get an early start in the morning. You understand?
2: Sure, Georgie. I understand.
0: That's what we need in this world. More understanding wives. Well, we've been weaving several threads here, and it seems that the museum appears to be central to all of them. And this museum will have a few more interesting, if somewhat deadly, exhibits on display for us when I return shortly with Act Two. Jessup, an ex-football player who was considered to be for all his size a rather calm and gentle person, suddenly went berserk and murdered his wife. This came as a surprise for two reasons. First, everyone had always assumed that he worshipped her. Second, he killed her in a museum of all places.
2: You going to be home for supper, Georgie?
0: Uh, I don't know, Myra. I'll have to call you. Uh,
2: I don't I just figure you won't be. As
0: usual. That might be best.
2: Promise me you'll eat.
0: <sighs> sure.
2: Honey, you're at the age where a man can start to get all kinds of things wrong if he doesn't want
0: himself. I'll take care of myself, Myra. Look, honey, I know you got the kids all day in the house, but... Uh...
2: that's what? <sighs> just how it works out. You've got your job. I have to put up with it. Well,
0: that's just it. You... You say you have to put up with it. Well,
2: I do, don't I? Like these other men in this neighborhood, they have jobs out at
1: nine, home at five, Saturday and Sunday off. And that's
0: it. Well, you knew I didn't have that kind of job when you married mm. me. You knew what life would be like on the floor.
1: I also knew some nine
2: to five cops.
0: Yes, and you knew I wasn't one but of them.
2: Honey, I just wish you didn't
0: have to work so hard. But I like to work hard. You know you know your problem?
1: I don't have a problem
0: You should develop some interests.
1: I've got plenty to do around here No, I mean away
0: from here Something that you do for yourself So you can also develop as a person Georgie, all I asked you was If you were coming home for supper I'll try Look,
2: if we eat early Maybe you can help me paint the floor of the basement Oh, honey, in the cold water faucet, the downstairs tub has to be
0: fixed. Look, I'll tell you what. You make a list of all that stuff, and I'll take care of it.
2: You know, Georgie, you never talk to me about your work. Maybe that's what's wrong with us.
0: I didn't think there was anything wrong with us.
2: Well, I was reading in a magazine. A wife should share more of what her husband does.
0: <sighs> well... You know about this football player who killed his wife? Oh, if there's one sport that leaves me cold, it's football. He says something in the museum made him do it. What? Some, well, I, I guess you could say some spirit. Oh, he must be crazy. You no, know, it could be true. Georgie, are you crazy? Honey, when you're a homicide detective, anything has to be considered.
2: Uh, don't say a word of this to anybody else. They'll say you're not.
0: No, but there's evidence.
2: Evidence? Oh.
0: How can there be of... other people?
2: Look, you can find nuts anywhere. Who will? Oh, honey, on your way home tonight, pick up a gallon of deck paint. Get a light, Gray, will you, dear? D- don't forget.
0: No, I, I won't forget. Hi. Hello, Polly. You busy? Uh,
2: swamped.
0: Maybe I'd better come back another time.
2: Oh, you do that.
0: I shouldn't be here, Polly.
2: I won't say a word.
0: We agreed last night it. it couldn't. It mustn't go anywhere.
2: Oh, yes. We agreed.
0: But last night would have to be the end of it. I know. But the real reason I'm here is this, uh. this does happen to be the scene of the crime.
2: That's true.
0: Something in this place made Terry Jessup kill his wife, made those other people go crazy. Something? I don't know too much about it, but it. It could be some kind of spirit. You think I'm crazy? No. Well, the way I figure it, these tribes, you know, they believed in magic. It was their religion. Maybe there was some truth in it for them. And so... Well, go ahead. And so these these things, these knives and clothes and, and the things here, the magic could still be in them or on them or something. Now you go ahead and call the guys in the white coats.
2: Probably be no such thing. I always believed in that myself.
0: But you're educated. So are you. I don't have the books.
2: You don't need the books. Come here.
0: Collie, I... This... Us, we... We can't. It can't go anywhere.
2: Where does it have to go? It's already arrived.
0: Can I... Can I see you tonight?
2: Mm -hmm. Why do you feel you have to ask?
0: Captain Breskett. Oh. Yeah, I'll see him. morning, Georgie. Sit down impressed that Why am I being assigned to the Kenilworth thing? Because it's a good live murder and just a job for a smart detective like you. But it. I'm still with the museum killing. What is, is it with you? Jessup is already in the cooler waiting for his trial. It's gone past. so we have to find out why he did it. No. That's going to be for the psychiatrist to rumble about. <laughs> what well, a field day! those birds are going to have. Yeah. Look, I'm running down an angle. Yeah. At the museum. Yeah, yeah. I know her name, too. Polly Atkins. What are you talking about? Come on, Georgie. Everybody knows about it. Everybody except Myra, maybe. I... I don't know what's happened to me. I... Look, it's the first time, the first time I ever stepped out of line. You have to believe that. Okay. I believe And I didn't even plan it. I didn't even know I was doing it. I just asked her out before I could even think of what I was saying. You're still in love with Myra? Yes. Are you? No, I... I don't know. It's all so mixed up. She... She's everything I ever wanted. Oh, Polly. Cool, smart Yeah, sure. She doesn't have to worry about running a house and taking care of kids. I know all that, but I... I just have to have her, Prescott. That's all. Where does it lead? Nowhere. It's just... It's just free and easy and relaxed. Where does it lead, Georgie? I told you, nowhere. That's not good enough for you. There are guys who can waltz in and out of these things, with one dame after another, not you. Listen, Prescott. Georgie, a thing like this is going to rip you apart. I told you, it's just laughs. You don't have that kind of humor. Break up with it. I can't. So it is serious. I... uh... Georgie, break it up before it kills you. What are you talking about? I said my piece, Georgie. Look, I've got this lead. Just give me a couple of more days to tie this one up. (sighs) Sure, sure.
2: Not for so long, brown eyes. I've already had the papers served on big hearted Stanley.
0: I'm a police officer.
2: Ah? Oh. Well, I do come in.
0: <coughs> your uh, husband, Mr. Stanley Howard. Do we have to talk about him? About a month ago, you, your husband, and another couple, a Mr. and Mrs. Andrew Seeley.
2: Yeah, that's another great pair.
0: We're in the Museum of Indian Art. I
2: still don't know whose bright idea that was.
0: Suddenly, your husband and Mr. Seely started swinging at each other. Why? Why? Yes.
2: Well, I don't know.
0: Did anything happen that would have created a fight? They just couldn't start swinging at each other for no reason at all.
2: Well, the truth is, neither of them is a great intellect, if you know what I mean.
0: Could you just tell me everything that happened while you were in that museum?
2: You've got a one-track mind. Well, let's see why we went there. Betty Seeley said, let's go for that. Shows you where she is. So we wander around, the whole thing's a drag, and I say, Stanley, let's take off, and he says, shut up. Why? Stanley's a man of few words, and those are two of them. Well, anyhow, everybody's saying to Stanley, let's go, but he's just standing there staring at this thing that looks like a, a bathrobe. A bathrobe? Well, no, it, it ain't a bathrobe. It's, it's one of those old Indian robes, and he's staring at it like he's hypnotized. Yes. So Andy Sealy puts his hand on Stanley's arm and says, let's go. And Stanley pushes him away and says, you're the one who ruined my life in the county. Kind of you. I'm a cook today.
0: Well, what do you mean by that?
2: Well, Stanley and Andy, they're partners. And they put together deals, and all I can say is they never lose money. Then what? Oh, I never seen Stanley so mad, or Andy either. Each accused the other guy of dragging them down. You know what I mean? I don't know what got into either of them, and they started flogging. I mean, they'd have killed each other. Well, it took the museum guards and the cops.
0: I know they were booked and then released on bond. What happened later?
2: These two crazy guys, these two nuts, they actually gave away all their money. What? Well, fortunately, I got some of Stanley's in my name. But they spent days in the office investigating worthy causes. And they just got rid of all they owned.
0: Could I, uh, could I see your husband?
2: Yeah, sure. If you want to go to India to look for him.
0: He went to India?
2: Well, was it India or Africa? I don't know. Might have been South America. Why? To do good work. Can you tie a thing like that? Any wonder I want to ditch him?
0: Well, thank you very much, Mrs. Hallworth.
2: Anytime. Now that you know the way,
0: don't be a stranger. Terry, try to think. I can't remember nothing, Lieutenant. You were looking at something. I don't remember. Were you looking at anything special? Uh, I can't recall. Were you looking at a robe? A, A robe? Yes, a robe. What? Think maybe... Try I... to remember. A robe, Terry. Would a robe mean anything to you? Uh... Well, she wanted me to go away from the robe, uh...
1: Yeah. Now, yeah, that, that's what she wanted me to do.
0: Is that why you killed her? She said, what's so fascinating about that little old thing? It's like some old lady's bathrobe. Uh, ancient ceremonial robe, of uh, High Priest of the Wolf Clan. And she wanted me to go away from the robe, and so... Yes? The robe told me to kill her. How could a robe tell you to kill her? Well, it's what it told me. You mean the robe was able to speak? No, 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 no. It wasn't in words. It was a... It was a force inside of me. Uh, Please, Lieutenant, please. But right now I feel so weak, so tired, and I don't know what I'm saying. Please, let me alone. What you're saying is crazy. Okay. Okay, I killed her. Everybody saw me kill her. Now, I say that robe made me do it.
1: You say it's crazy? Okay, it's crazy. Now, let
0: me alone. What does
1: science have to say on
0: the subject? science in its wisdom states that matter cannot be destroyed philosophers agree in principle because they claim that ideas cannot be killed so if there was something in that ceremonial robe originally who is to say it isn't there yet it's been there for a thousand years and it will still be there in a few moments when i return with act three built on the ruins of others and so what we have is not something that is brand new but usually is just another layer and if we dig into the ground we find the things of those people who have come and gone before our time but we don't have to dig to find the ideas and the forces and the spirits that move them those can be felt everywhere especially by men and women who are waiting and hoping for something to change the course of their lives. Detective Lieutenant George Miller has been involved with people like that lately. As a matter of fact, Lieutenant Miller is in the midst of a change in his own life. He may or may not be aware of it. Uh, excuse me. Yes? Are you Mr. Kenneth Underwood? Yes. I'm a police detective. I was told at your apartment that you could be found here in the park. Mm. And uh, now that you found me? There was an incident at the museum. A sudden aberration. Over and done with it. Is that so? You were looking at that robe in the museum and you suddenly went... Well, I, I don't like to say crazy. Sir, I, I don't understand what you're saying. No, I think you do. It's happened twice again since. What can you tell me about that robe?
1: Why is it important?
0: A man killed his wife. The state of his mind at the time will decide the price he'll pay. Hmm. Well, what about it? They'll say he was insane? What about that robe? It doesn't matter. Let us say that um, some spirit emanated from that robe possessed him. (laughs) It'll amount to being crazy anyhow. Why do you say an evil spirit? I said a spirit. You said evil. Well, isn't it evil if it causes a man to kill? The robe. The spirit of the robe. Said to me, Kenneth Underwood. Then you are saying there is a spirit in the robe. Said to me, Kenneth Underwood, the gods gave you the gift of poetry. You've abused it defiled it, cheapened it. (laughs) And I did. (laughs) I thought I would die then and there. And the spirit said, will you throw off this illusion of fame and be true to your gift? And I said, yes. Yes. And a great weight was lifted from my heart because I meant it. Do you expect me to believe this? You asked me a question. I gave you an answer. What kind of spirit? Some days later, I returned to the museum. I examined the robe. There's a kind of design in it. I spoke to uh, an authority on the ancient Indian cultures. He said it was the robe of the Wolf Clan's high priest. That's what it says on the printed card. The Wolf Clan The clan responsible for the moral purity of the tribe Each month on the third night before the full moon Every adult member of the tribe had to pass before the high priest It's called uh, the Night of the Wolf And if in any heart There's hidden a guilty secret That secret springs forth And it either killed that person or he must kill it. (laughs) I killed mine. And so I survived. Going along with this, how do you account for those other two incidents? Pure coincidence. People happened to be standing next to the robe on that particular night. I read about them in the paper. The two men. They killed their guilty secretly. What about Terry Jessup? The football player. Uh, He couldn't kill his... He couldn't leave his wife. In his agony, he murdered her. Do you expect me to believe this? Uh, That's your option. But uh, a week from next Monday, it will once again be uh, three nights before the full moon. You have a guilty secret, Lieutenant. I wouldn't advise you to stand near that robe. Not on, uh, the Night of the Wolf. Myra?
2: Georgie, I didn't expect you.
0: What do you mean you didn't expect me?
2: Oh, honey, you usually don't get home for dinner most nights.
0: Well, I always call. Where are the kids? Oh, well, you know,
2: Tuesday's Jerry's night for the Cub Scouts. And Jenny's sleeping over at to a friend's tonight. I didn't prepare anything. That's okay.
0: You want to uh, You want to go out and eat? Well, uh, no. Okay, then. Let's just spend a quiet evening at home. We're entitled to it.
2: I don't know if I can, honey. I, Why? What's the matter? Uh, w- well, you, you said I should get myself an interest. I did.
0: What do you mean? Uh, I took a bowling. Oh, well, that's great. Right,
2: yes. We we have a neighborhood league here. And tonight's our night. Actually, I was just on my way out the door.
0: Oh, well then why don't you just go ahead? Oh, you see, Georgie, I'm captain of the team. It's an important game. I understand.
1: Otherwise, I'd call it off.
0: No, sure, sure. Look.
1: I
2: will call them and say that something has come
0: no, up. No, no, no. I'm I'm gonna turn in early anyhow. Oh, uh,
1: You sure you don't
0: mind? Honey, you go out there and roll a 300 game for the old man.
1: (laughs) Oh, silly. I'll be home early.
2: A glass of wine, George?
0: No, I don't need wine or anything else when I'm with you.
2: Thank you, sir.
0: Holly, what's going to happen to us?
2: What's supposed to happen?
0: I don't want it to end.
2: I don't want it to end either. So it won't end. Yes, of course, one of us changes his mind. and Then, well, that's it. Something's bothering you, George?
0: No, no. Well, every now and then I can't help feeling what we're doing is wrong.
2: What we're doing happens to be what we both want to be doing.
0: But people don't just have the right to do what they want to do. Why not? Why not? Well, because. Yes? Because? You know something? When I'm with you, I feel... I feel anything is possible. I mean, I'm not stuck in a rut. I just feel free. Is that bad? I don't know why. Half the time, I don't understand what you're saying.
2: Half the time, I don't understand what I'm saying either.
0: And you're not the best-looking dame I ever saw.
2: Oh, thank you. This is your night for gracious compliments.
0: But I just... I just can't seem to get along without you. So? Why fight it? Who's fighting it?
2: You are? Every minute. From that very first minute I saw you.
0: I just decided. I'm going to quit fighting it. Starting when? Starting right now. I'll show you. Mm. I believe you. How much longer you want to fool around with the museum murder case? That's why I want to see you, Prescott. I want you to take me off it. You're off. As of right now. What happened? Nothing. I I don't want to go near that place again. Meaning what? Meaning what I said. Does that include Miss Polly Atkins? This Polly Atkins is my affair. That's very well put. Look, what have you got for me to work on? What I've got for you is one week's sickly. Sickly? You better take it. Why? You look terrible. I never felt better in my life. Don't hand me that, George. This thing with Polly is... It's killing you. Are you out of your mind? Down deep. You're hurting yourself. Badly. Because this thing... It's wrong. But who says it's wrong? Everything you were taught to believe since the day you were born says it's that wrong. That doesn't make it so. It makes it so for you. Don't, don't you think I'm trying? I say I'll never see her again. But the next but day... let not get confused with any of that. It's just wrong. That's all. It can't be. It seems that the, the two of us, Polly and me, we just belong together. Well, then divorce Myra and marry Polly. I can't. Why not? I don't know why not. Maybe. Maybe I love Myra. Then get rid of Polly. No, I... I love Polly, too. (sighs) Is it wrong to love both of them for different reasons, for different things? Yeah. Who says so? You keep asking. I keep telling. You say so. Your conscience says so. Okay. I'll ask someone else. Who? 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 Nobody, nobody you'd know. Yeah, sure, but who is he? A priest. A priest? What do you think a priest is going to tell you? This particular priest, I... I don't know what he's going to tell me. Georgie, are you sure you're all right? Yeah, Prescott, yeah. Just now, for the first time in weeks, I feel all right. <sighs> If you don't want to take the sick week, see me later for your assignment. Sure. Uh, This is Lieutenant Miller of the police department. I want some weather information, please. What will be the third night this month before the full moon? I have to know exactly.
2: and why you'd want to come here this evening, George?
0: Oh, I don't know. I just... I just want to see the exhibit again.
2: Well, I think you'd seen all you wanted of
0: it this past month. Well, I, I never really looked at things before. Did you call Captain Prescott?
2: Yeah. Now, why do you want him to be here?
0: Did he say he'd come?
2: He should be here in minute. Well, why do you want him?
0: I may need him. For what? Maybe for nothing. I... I hope for nothing. Georgie! What's this all about? Oh, Prescott, I'd, I'd like you to meet Miss Atkins.
2: Oh, oh, we met on the phone.
0: How do you do? Now, Georgie, what do you want me to see? I want to show you a robe. A robe? Yes. Right there.
1: That? That moth-eaten looking thing?
0: What's the point? It belongs to the priest. The one I said I was going to see. Miss Atkins. Mm-hmm. You know what Georgie is talking about?
2: Uh, the robe of the high priest of the Wolf Clan. Georgia, you pale. Something the matter?
0: Holly. Do you believe with all your heart that... that you and I, we too, we're right?
2: Oh, I believe it, George. I believe it.
0: But... Don't say any more. Prescott... Have you got anything to hide? Anything on your conscience? Everybody's got something on his conscience. No, I'm talking about something wrong that's vital to your life. Georgie, I don't like the way you look. You don't... You don't feel a terrible pain in your head? Georgie, you don't feel a... A tightness? It's so tight in your chest. I think we better call a doctor. Your whole body's not on...
1: Fire? George. On fire? you are you safe? It's, it's me. On telephone
2: for you. No, no, G- don't
0: go. Don't. George, all she wants to do. No, is... I won't give her up. I won't. I can't, no matter what you say. I won't. Give her up I'll, I'll...
1: Kill her for as will kill myself. George, put that knife back. It's
2: the same knife that other man
1: used. George, I won't give her up. I love her. Wait a minute. No, hey. let's put her. I have to oh, kill her. Oh, it's oh, the order oh, oh, of the high Priest. George. George, rub it. I rub it. it. I have to. I have to. Polly. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Wally, I... I'm sorry. Quick, call uh. an ambulance. No. No, don't. <laughs>
0: father, I... Well, high priest, he said... Funny, he said, drive her out of your heart. Even if it kills you. I... I drove you out of my heart. And now I have... I have no heart at all. Ah. Uh, Who knows who sentenced Lieutenant George Miller to death? A conscience, which everyone has? A sudden heart attack, which anyone can get? Or was it the verdict of the high priest of the ancient wolf clan? I'll be back shortly. said, when a man lives with truth, there also will justice dwell. For the man of honesty and righteousness will determine the verdict for himself. He will be his own judge, his own jury, and if justice demands it, his own executioner. On this show, we deal in poetic justice every time, and we will have another case in point for you tomorrow. We hope you will continue to be interested. Our cast included Michael Tolan, Joan Shea, Evie Juster, Ken Harvey, and Russell Horton. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.